You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm Michael from Arizona. With me always are my good friends. Jay from the hills of Texas. And AK Mike in Texas. And we'd like to welcome you to the podcast. Hey, we, uh, we've had a, a great uh, month. You're kind of joining us uh, a little late in the uh, month, but uh, we had a special event. Uh, it was Jay's birthday. So happy Woo-hoo. birthday, Jay. <laughs> Thank you, guys. In case you Thank missed you. it. It was a uh, 29 again. Yes, he was. <laughs> yeah, 29. In case you missed it, uh, March 7th is his uh, birthday. I posted something on uh, Facebook, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, he got a really nice gift in the mail. Uh, but before we do, Mike, you had some uh, some in- interesting adventures as well. So why don't you uh, bring well, us up so, to speed? Uh, you guys know that I've uh, been doing a lot of paramotoring lately. And uh, so my instructor has a really nice uh, area because we launch there, you know, at his facility. Um, so it's about 16 acres or so. And uh, I thought, you know what? This would make a pretty good flying field. So I decided to... Um, bring my planes over to his place. We're going to do some training. I was going to let him fly one of my planes and, uh, and then uh, I would fly my planes and let, you know, he and I would do buddy box together. So, uh, when I get there though, it's like a marsh. I mean, it had been raining badly the last week or so. And so there was a lot of water. Luckily I brought my, uh, Polaris. I think it's called the dragonfly from, from hobby King. And, uh, so that was the perfect plane to have with me. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so I flew that for a little bit. Yep, I flew that for a little bit. And then um, I, uh, I'll, and I'm going to talk about one of my flights there in a second. But then, I, then I, after I flew that plane, I got out the other plane I was going to do training with. And I was putting it together. It's, it was the Wing Dragon, also probably a Hobby King product, or at least from Hobby King, not their product, but it's from them. And uh, it's something I've had in my possession for a long, long time. It's a great plane because it's a pod and boom plane. So if you nose it in, there's likelihood you won't break it. Uh, the rubber bands will break off and the wing will come off maybe, but you know, probably won't destroy it unless you, I mean, really drive it into the ground. And so it's a great plane for a beginner because you can still do aileron rolls with it if you want and some other stuff. And I was putting it together and I broke the elevator connector to the elevator control. What? I was so disappointed. Yes. Now, that particular plane has a history of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've bought a couple of them, and, they, and they're really brittle, uh, those connectors. I can't the remember the name of them. Anymore. Yeah, the cle- clevis. The clevises. And they, uh, yeah, so it was brittle, and it broke. Now, if it was the rudder one, I would have flown anyway, but it was the elevator. And <laughs> yeah, so without an elevator... That. Yeah, I don't need difficult. the rudder, but definitely need the elevator. Yeah, difficult to fly without an elevator. Trust me, I know that for for a fact. That's exactly. Well, I mean, I could have floated the edge edge do uh, you know knife edges the whole time, but that you know that's just not a good a good time. No. Anyway, uh, tough to land kind of, on this. On it's this kind of dihedral too. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> truly, truly, uh, that's funny. But uh, uh, but you've seen the movie Flight, haven't you? I mean, that guy flew it upside down, then rolled it and landed. Come yeah, on now. Well, okay, whatever. Well, we won't go there. Uh, Get so, me off on a tangent already. Yeah, exactly. 
so uh so that uh, he, we, my buddy did, uh, my instructor didn't get to fly i felt pretty bad mm. but uh what i was going to get back to on the dragon the uh dragonfly was i was doing a touch and go my my last you know doing touch and goes just to get practice because it's been such a long time since i've flown that thing mm -hmm. and uh i end up skipping it so it went straight up and, and nose down straight back down oh man well, nosed hey, in. Mike, but can you can you describe what that plane looks like and just the general you know setup of the plane? sure uh if anybody knows what a polaris looks like it's exactly like a polaris uh and so it's got a, basically a delta wing configuration with a tail Right. And it has a rudder, and uh, the the motor again is in the back. So if you crash it, nosedive it, uh, it doesn't really hurt the engine um, terribly. Again, depends on how you crash it. Now the lucky thing was, I uh, it was marshy, so when it nosed in, it just went, you know, right into the <laughs> right into the wait. How did it go? Wet, soggy ground, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, and then she was gone. Lenisha was gone exactly. Uh, the other thing that happened was one of the connectors came off the battery to the escape. To the what? Wait, to off. the what? To the ESC? To the ESC. I was trying to escape out of it. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, it 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 broke off, and when the battery landed, luckily for me, in the mud, it landed. With the connector out of the water. Ah, oh, so it was easy to find. And it didn't short out. Well, not only that, yes, right. It might have been a nice little fire. It would have been a bubbly, smoky mess. Uh, because it's yeah. pretty, it was pretty murky. Was it? It's pretty murky. So it would have, it would have shorted pretty good, I imagine. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I didn't want to test it. And I'm glad I didn't have to. So, but so My buddy was like, don't you need to get that battery out of the water there? The connector's out of the water. We should be okay. It's cooling off. Water. It's a water-cooled it's battery. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Safety third. Yeah, safety third. <laughs> so so the Dragonfire, the Polaris, uh, the, this particular airplane is actually both uh, land and water and snow, right? You can fly it off of any and surface maybe, yeah, because it has like a, like a flat bottom. It's my favorite bottom. Alaskan plane. Exactly. Yeah, it has a flat yeah, bottom. Exactly. It's got a uh, pusher prop that's on a boom up top. And then, if I'm not mistaken, the elevator is up where the motor is, right? It so is actually like a, a tractor. Yeah. It's actually a tractor, not a pusher. Oh, uh, a tractor. It's a oh, puller, okay. All right. Uh, so it pushes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Instead of a pusher. Uh, unlike my, unlike the other one, it's a pusher. Oh, okay. That. The pod and boom plane I have is a pusher. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, yep. And the elevator is right, it's right behind the motor, uh, which is great because, you know, air flowing over that mm -hmm. space, as long as you yeah, got the sure. motor running, you, you got surface control, at least elevator and rudder control. Right. So, right. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it, was, it was kind of fun, though. That thing zips along. Uh, it's a fast plane, even on a three cell. It's a lot of fun to fly. It does barrel rolls like nobody's business. It, you know, you, you click that thing over and it goes, and it just spins, spins like a top. So the moral to and, this story uh, is, like it makes me, the moral of the story is you got to get back uh, out and fly. Don't skip your landing. No, you got to get back out and fly more. That's that is true. <laughs> That's true. Get on those sticks. Had I, I, th I don't. What I don't know though, Mike, if the if the connector came loose at the skip. Because mm -hmm. I don't remember not trying the power or trying mm -hmm. the power. I don't remember if I did. Yeah. Likely I didn't, but I don't remember trying it. So it could have been, uh, been a lost cause anyway. Could have. 
Yeah. If the battery, if the, yeah, if the connector came up, I had no mm-hmm. controls anyway. Right. But luckily, it was only like four feet in the air or five feet in the air. It wasn't very high. Hmm. Were you coming in? Do you think but it was well, enough to make the battery? Do you think you were coming in too fast? Huh? You think you're coming in too fast? Uh, it's possible. I just, I just skipped it. Yeah. I just skipped it. Mm. You know, instead of, instead of, I went at the ground too fast and then pulled up. Right. So, oh, you, yeah. so I hit the ground yeah. and then. Because I pulled up, it just skips right off the ground like a you know rock on the water. Just, right. just well, right. up. easy repair though, right? You can fix it. Oh, oh! I just had to fix the connector. Nothing else broke. There like you like go. I said, the top came off and but you know it nosed in, but then came right out of the. It's not like it got stuck in there. Mm. It just it nosed in. I and again, I might have had control, so I was probably up elevate. You know, I had the elevator up as much as I could, mm-hmm. and so it wasn't going straight in. It you know sort of hit the ground and, the, and like i said the battery popped out well very cool well we're gonna look anyway. forward to your repair and see how the next uh next flight goes well i just need to yeah practice practice <laughs> there you go more time on well, the well, little it's better than the last as we say it's better than the last time when you flew it up in alaska if you remember you needed to you know go out bar the ladies uh canoe Go out there, pedal out there in the canoe. It was it was freaking hilarious because it was hilarious. You barred the the canoe off of which was like an she was like yeah you can use my boat this is going to be entertaining that was her statement <laughs> oh my gosh I'm just sitting there she's like <laughs> and it was too she's like does he know what and it was doing windy it? And I said mm, I don't think so but anyway it's going to be interesting <laughs> to see what happens and Mike's paddling in circles and out in the lake and, uh, but it did funny. the same thing you it wasn't you, exactly a canoe either it was more like a flat it was like more like a a, a blow-up raft canoe yes oh, like, there yeah, you, like you, you buy it so, so well, it was so hilarious. any wind any wind there was no i don't even think there was a keel and so any wind pushed me around and then it was pushing what i was chasing after was the top we got the plane but the top kept floating away oh, so every time man. i would get closer to it the waves <laughs> i would make would make it go Push further it away. away it's like you gotta uh, be kidding me that's and, awesome and you gotta remember that that particular crash when he did it do, do you remember uh an old uh, TV series called Voyager, I think it was called, and it was about a submarine, and they would launch a plane out of the out of the submarine, and it would yeah. push out of the water. Right. Well, Mike's was the plane was coming back in the water. <laughs> he came down, and just died I mean, I submerged that whole thing. And he submerged the whole plane, disappeared, the and the propeller was still going. <laughs> it was like going to the water. Then it kind of boop, popped, up, popped up like a goldfish. Actually, it, what's funny is that it still operated because because oh, yeah. we were smart enough to because we were smart enough to water seal the uh, the ESC and and to spray some of that stuff on there uh, X lube or whatever that mm-hmm. stuff was yeah. Jay yeah it was corrosion X yeah, corrosion X and uh, also all the electronics were working so yeah. I was able to get the plane close to us again the wind was really causing mm-hmm. havoc on it uh, it wasn't really windy but it was just enough to be a pain in the butt to get the plane close to us That's and fine. so uh, so yeah that was it was so you didn't that have you didn't need hilarious. a boat. This at least it was shallow enough you could just walk didn't to need the a boat. plane, right? Good. In fact, I didn't even do it. My my instructor did. He goes, "I got my boots on. I'll go get it." Because oh, I had boots nice in the guy. car, I was going to put oh, them on. Gotcha. He goes, "No." I'll... So he went. He went and got it. Very nice. Yeah. And it really was only six or eight feet in front of us too. So it was not likely to go trudging through deep, mm. you know, knee deep mud or anything like that either. Wow. But that's yes, nice. Sarge did nice. the, did me a solid there. Very cool. Well, uh, that's awesome, and uh, like I said, we're going to look forward to your next uh, adventure with this uh, airplane. Make sure you get that uh, that fixed and give us another report. 
Uh, I got so, you know, I'm open to ideas on how to fix that. Uh, you know, that clevis. I, I'm gonna probably, I'm gonna maybe 3D print one. I think. Yeah. Um, but I don't know how good that'll turn out. Are you talking we'll about a clevis, see. or are you talking about the control horn? So, because nope, the, the control clevis, horn, the clevis broke. So the clevis is. Uh, you can get a metal one, right? The actually, the little rod that comes out of the clevis that clicks into the control horn. Yeah. That's what broke. Oh, on the so, little the so it's it's sandwiches and it's got a little yeah. nipple on the inside. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That broke. Can, okay, so yeah, I'm trying to think of how you would be able to do that. I could have put it. I guess I could drill a hole, put a toothpick through it. I mean, there are lots of other solutions I could use with the current one. Yeah, you could drill and put a, a wire? wire through there. In what yeah. way? Well, like I have yeah, uh, a wire, small right. wire, and you just sit here and then yeah, you just yeah, twist it, it and it'll hold it. I mean, you're not looking for like. Oh, I could firm. have a a, bolt, a a a small hole and then a bolt and a nut. You could do I that could too. Do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's the way these work. Yeah. So uh, anyway, that my jet works that way. Yeah, yeah. But it takes yeah, up exactly. all it takes up all of the slack. Stuff. You don't have any slack. Right. So it's a real exactly. tight. So. Yeah, I, I would yep. go with the small small nut and bolt idea. Yeah, you could do that. Well, I think I'm gonna try a 3D print. Just yeah. just because. Let us know how it goes. Just because. Yeah. Very if cool. I can find one small enough for it. Because it's going to be small tolerances. Like the rod is like, I think it's probably less than one millimeter thick. Yeah, and, that's that's what I'm saying. It'd uh, be better either to get the wire, like, uh, you know, from some off, you know, some scrap wire. Which is exactly from... why I'm going to try to print it, 3D print it, Jay. Because I want to create Crazy. frustration for myself. There I don't go. know. On the elevator, it's kind of critical. Rudder, I'd be like, yeah, I'll try it. But I don't know about on the elevator. That's true. I, I would probably switch it from the elevator, the rudder and the elevator one. I could do that too. Yeah, That's yeah. a great idea. And you put the other ones. Switch then your 3D one on the there rudder. There you go. Now we're thinking. Uh -huh. Now we're thinking. Yeah. Three heads here. are better than one. Uh huh. <laughs> Jay, happy birthday. Yes, happy birthday, thank Jay. you guys. I'm most I'm most happy. I heard a coffin sized box showed up on your doorstep. Yeah, a coffin sized box showed up outside the house, and uh, yeah, and and of course I I did the uh, the crazy part because I bent my knees to pick the box up. You know, mm, mm. <laughs> you think I'd be used to this, but I, I, I kind of bent my knees and I'm like, oh, boy, this is going to be heavy. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Almost threw the box up in the air. <laughs> so uh, it was a lot lighter than I I suspected, uh, you know, as I was yeah. bending for. But, uh, yeah, for such a large box, it weighed practically nothing. But I was very, very pleased when I pulled it into the house. And I was a good boy because uh, you actually waited. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, it, it came, you know, usually things kind of come after or whatever, but this actually came uh, two or three days before my birthday, and I was ready to, you know, rip, 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 rip it all apart, but I actually was able to, I said, you know, I, I'm going to wait until my birthday and, and actually open this up on my birthday, and then I'm spent all day, of course, playing with this thing, but, uh, and that's what I did, and I'm glad that I waited, because I had no idea what it was going to be. So I mean, I knew it was through. a plane, and I, and I kind of first I suspected since your love of jets that you you got me another jet, you know. So mm. that's what I kind of thought it was going to be, but I was really mildly surprised um, of what it was when I opened it up. So I was like, "Whoa, boy, this is kind of cool." So, <laughs> oh, and those for for those folks who want to know what it is, it's the Bison XT. There you go, Bison XT. Look at that! I nice. thought it was going to be a bunny rabbit. Yeah. That's a bison. So, yeah. And the funny part was, you know, usually they send you a box where it's, uh, you know, a brown paper box, which it was, but it <laughs> had, on one end, it had 
you know, Bison XT on it. And I didn't mm-hmm. see that until later. And then I did see it the day before my birthday. And then I was just looking. I'm like, what's a Bison? I had no clue what, <laughs> what plane a Bison was. You know, Bison XT. I, I, I didn't. I was sitting there like it wasn't ringing any bells. So, so it it's more, not a bunny rabbit. You knew that right away. Yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of funny. So I'm like, do I look it up? No, no, I'll just have to wait. But I was racking my brains and I could not think of a bison aircraft except for the only thing I could think of a bison aircraft was like a, a Russian, a Russian jet, another Russian jet or something. I thought maybe it'd be But I was very much an Alaskan plane. Is it? Mm-hmm. No, I'm saying oh, you know, I still, I didn't it's a look bush it plane. It might be. I was like, okay. No, well, it I don't, is I don't a think bush it's plane. And it's, and this, oh, okay. Well, it, it definitely set up as a bush plane. It's, it has all the elements of things that I like, um, which was quite surprising because, you know, I, I loved the fun cub, which I still have, we are, which we've been working on. But uh, the, the one thing that everybody loves about the fun, fun cub was that it had those big foam tires. Um, you know, they were hard tires, but, you know, it had big bush-like, uh, you know, tire wheels. Uh, this one has the real deal. I don't know if you, you can't see it, but... Um, you can't see them. It's, it's got, uh, I guess they're, say they're eight-inch, maybe nine-inch uh, balloon wow. tires. They're, they're freaking huge. Um, and you get a little air pump that comes with it, so you can pump the tire or let out the air, depending on whether you, you're taking off a runway or you're on a grass field, which, you know, being that I have a grass field, this thing's going to it's gonna go over it like butter. I'm, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it's just going to eat that field up. Um, yeah, so it's pretty robust. It's um, those tires. The, the landing gear is definitely a, 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 a definite add-in to the, uh, to the plane. It's, it's a new airplane by motion, basically. And uh, I, I, I was thinking about getting Jay another jet, but I decided that because of his runway, eh, you know, a jet, unless it has trailing gear, isn't going to really be as conducive to his, you know, grass and even field. with. Yeah, and even with it. I mean, his, his L39 does great, but, um, you know, I was just thinking, well, he's got the L39, you fly that around. And then I, in my head, I started thinking, you know, we had the big Bushmaster, and that was the mistake. You know, when I went and flew it last, we had an issue with the elevator. And when I did a hammerhead turn, the elevator let loose. It actually came un, undone. And I just drilled it right into the ground. So I felt really bad because that was a really fun airplane. It had the big balloon tires. Uh, anyway, when I was on motion, I was ordering some parts for me, uh, for my other my motion airplanes. And I saw that as in under their new aircraft. And I started reading about it. And I thought, now this is exactly what would be great for the field that Jay flies off of because it's not a smooth grass. It's kind of a clumpy grass and with the big, you know, fat tires. And I know he loves the big, you know, cushy tires and he's got a set. He's just waiting for, you know, he's got a bigger set. He just needs an airplane to to put those on. And uh, after I read a little bit about this, I was like, Oh, this is really kind of cool. So I decided to pull the trigger on that one. And uh, normally whenever you receive the box, uh, it has no markings on the outside. Almost all the ones that I've received have just been a plain box. Jay sends this picture to me, and it's literally got Motion RC on the side of it. It's got, uh, <laughs> you know, Bison XT on the side of it. I'm literally like, you got to be kidding me. It looks like they just took the box without the picture of it and just, you know, 
put a sticker on the outside. I'm like, it could have been. Now, doesn't, have been yours. doesn't motion understand that when people buy planes, it's a lot like porn. You know, you, know, <laughs> you got to cover it up. Get it in a plane. Yeah, uh, I mean, you don't know if the wife's going to answer the door or right. you know, someone's going to you know see stuff they shouldn't see. I mean, this is none of their business. Yeah. This is our business. Well, it's funny because, uh, Jay, you know, I called him and after he uh, he said he got this big package and I asked him, I said, oh, did you open it yet? He goes, no, I think I'm going to wait for my birthday. And I said, really? That's awesome, you know, that you would wait. Because I know that box is sitting there calling his name. And uh, so anyway, on the, bir- on the birthday, I was waiting patiently for this call and I text him and I said, you know, what are you doing? He goes, well, I'm playing with my gift, you know. And then I knew that he was... <laughs> That you know had opened it and started taking the parts out and you know the heck with us right I'm not going to talk to you guys I'm I got something uh, I got to do I, yeah. I have a, I have a hunch here Jay I want to ask you a question what time did you open that box There you go What time no, did you open yeah. the box so What was that yeah. What was it Oh I said I said it was noonish when I started working on the plane and you said uh, Oh noon-ish. so when did you start work You know when did you start working on when you got up and I was like Yeah around noonish when At I woke noon. up Noonish. <laughs> 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 So what were your first impressions? Walk us through your first impressions. Um, okay, so the, the parts that uh, seem really nice, I knew it was going to be a good kit when you open up one of these boxes and you, you can tell how well it's packed, you know, how, what kind of thought they put into it for how they packed it. Now, the wingspan on that thing is about 68, 69 inches. Okay, so it's a two-piece wing that pulls, you know, pulls apart and everything. So they had, you know, both the wings in there fully pretty much done. There, you know, really wasn't anything to, to put to it or add on it or anything like that. Um, the elevator uh, is in two pieces. You, that pulls apart. So, you know, you have a, the fuselage. You have the two half pieces of the elevator. You have the two half pieces of the wings. Um, you have, of course, the landing gear, which is all kind of compressed. Uh, and that's kind of slick how it, it kind of, you know, kind of compresses. And when you don't have the wheels or anything on there, um, it, it can fold into a, a really small package. Because once again, you really don't have to assemble anything for it. Um, and that's pretty I wonder cool. how long that plane is. I wonder if it would fit in my golf bag. Mm. Would it fit in your golf bag? I, I, I mean, if I come over to your house and then the plane's missing, you might know where, I mean, you know where to look. It would be my golf bag. Yeah, it would. I think it would fit in there. It's what what would probably not fit be the rudder, and even though the rudder the rudder's kind of cool too, it's also in two pieces. So you know you have the part that attaches to the fuselage, and then you have the, the actual rudder itself, and that's on a on a hinge that has a pin, uh, two has two hinge pins, and um, and it goes together upside down. So those pins go down, you know, downward, upside down, you know, into the plane. Um, so they, so they swing without, with the gravity and then they screw in from the bottom with a, with a screw that holds them tight. Uh, so you, so that rudder comes right off. So the cool part about this is quite literally about your, the golf bag idea. If you set it up right, you probably could take it in your golf bag. I, I don't know about the wing, if the wings would fit in there, you might need to have to get a separate bag or carry them, carry them separate or something or a wing bag or something, but the fuselage and like the uh, uh-huh. elevator you you probably could carry within your wing bag. You probably could you probably could get it to. Yeah, we'd have to just know the different sizes. Yeah, I think I, I bet you those wings are big. I mean, they would fit in there. The question is whether whether the fuselages fuselage and the wings would. Yeah, like it looks like, you know, because I because the that bag's actually pretty big. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, we've 
I've, I've carried three or four planes in there before. So, I mean, it can't carry a lot, but, you know, if it's too wide. Yeah, know, that would be the big thing, the cord of there, the, the width of the, you know, the wing is pretty wide because it's kind of a squarish wing. And it's got leading edge devices too, right? Yeah, it's got leading edge devices that uh, that hook, uh, they don't hook into the flaps. They're, um, they operate off the same servo. So once you, uh, you know, get your, ser- your, get your flaps all set up uh, on the other servo arm, you know, use a you know two-sided servo arm. On the mm-hmm. opposite side, you stick the uh, flap mechanism, which goes into uh, a mechanism in the wing. It's it's something that's actually built into the wing that that moves those slats forward and back. I don't have them have them connected. Well, I have them connected, but I haven't you know got it all in my radio uh, quite yet. Uh, that's you know, that's like the last thing I have to do to that is to get those things fit figured out. So, but other than that, like I said, the, the landing gear is pretty, it's really robust, you know, uh, and I really appreciate that, you know, for, for gear. Um, it's got a little piston in it that goes up to, the, you know, goes up by the door on the plane or, you know, on the fuselage. So it's getting a lot of strength there. And then it has a little block that has a, a lip on it, uh, or at least the centering mechanism so that you can put it in and then you screw it in with screws. Um, it's it's really neat. It's really robust. Goes into some nice thick plastic, you know. So it's not the, any kind of chintzy thing that's gonna break. You know, I, I I fully expect that you could bang this down on the runway or any rough terrain and not have a problem at all. So, hmm. oh, that sounds like I should fly it. Yeah, I think Probably. you'll be able to fly this no problem. You know, not not in the least. I think I'll come down with my empty golf bag. <laughs> come down with your <laughs> empty golf bag, and it's gonna leave that's empty funny. too. So yeah, there you, you know. go. Maybe. Those are fighting words. But uh, no, but uh, it putting the kit together, you know, for the most part, like I said, I appreciate the thought of how they put it together, how they packed it in the box. Um, but I do have some small niggles with the plane. Um, it did have a couple of QC problems. Um, nothing huge. And I'm sure, you know, this is, you know, could be a, this is, I guess this is the version two. And so with version one, when you mm-hmm. got the tires, they weren't complete. You had to glue them together and put them together yourself. Um, with this one, they come complete, which was nice, and they give you a little pump for the pumping it up and everything. That's nice and everything. But uh, like one of the things that I noticed, um, at least for the uh, the for this part of the plane, what what was I having problems with? Um, I know you guys also got me floats, which was kind of cool. The floats I definitely had some QC problems with. I'm trying to think with the main plane. Um, the uh, they didn't put the uh, the screws through or the holes for the landing gear weren't drilled oh, all the way through. Oh, that's right, and the landing gear, right? So I was telling you they, they gave you a block. You know, it's a it's kind of like a block with a with a centering device in it, and uh, four holes. You you know you screw it in. Well, I didn't know the two of the holes look the way they were drilled. It almost looked like um, you were supposed to put the holes in from or you're supposed to screw it in from the fuselage. You know, you open up the canopy and then you screw down to you know, from that end. Well, what they had done was like they had drilled through the the block just enough so it had two little dimples. And I and I was like, oh well, they must be there for like when you screw into it, it holds it down or it does something, right? And so I kind of put all the gear together and I'm like, this something's not right. You know, this this isn't right. So I went back. I'm looking at videos. I'm looking at you know the uh, directions. And sure enough, you're supposed to you know put put your screws through those 
what were supposed to be holes, but they didn't go all the way through. So that was that was a bit of a, you know, like I said, it wasn't terrible. I but I couldn't put the plane together. I just had to finish. I had a three millimeter, you know, drill bit. And I was able to drill through the aluminum and you know, and then scrape off the holes and make them flush and everything. Um, so it worked out okay. But you know, I could see for somebody else, they may not have a three millimeter, you know, uh, drill bit or anything, and you know, it, they would have been stumped. If, if that had happened to them. So it, it's not a big, it was that that was kind of a minor thing. And there was some other little minor, minor things. And then of course I did a, I kind of caused my own little problem. So, you know, when you put the wing together, they have two um, carbon fiber rods, you know, they have it built into the wing. They're larger carbon rods or, you know, uh, rods in there, not rods. They're um, what do you want to call them? tubes? They're carbon tubes. And then of course the rods go into the tubes. Well, you know, I'm excited as I'm putting this thing together and I'm kind of pre putting it together and stuff. And uh, I grab the, the rod and I go, okay, this goes into the wing. <laughs> and the first one, oh, it only goes in so far. So this is too long. It must go into this side. And I just drop it, you know, I let go of it and it slides in. I hear, thunk. like, oh, okay. And I hold up the wing and I, I go to get it out. It wouldn't come out. And I'm like, ah, that's odd. <laughs> that sounds exactly how I put stuff together. So, so I put it on the ground. I go off and I'm That's doing other great. things, and I kind of come back to this, and and I'm like, all right, let me get the rod out, you know. So I'm, you know, papping on the top of the wing, you know, come out, come out, like ketchup, right? Ain't doing nothing, and I'm like, oh no, don't tell me it's like snagged or something in there. Oh no. So then I'm like, how am I going to get this out? Because it's it's just far enough that I can't put my finger in there. I can't use my. I tried to use my forceps that I have. You know, I have a long pair. It, it it was just too short. And then finally I, I kind of went over to my wife's stuff and I grabbed a, like a little rod, like this little thicker. She has ones that are a little thicker than this. Wrap some, uh, <laughs> wrap some blue tape around it till I got the thickness I needed. And then I jammed it in there and I could feel the rods turning as I'm turning it and stuff. And I'm like, okay, I got it. I got it. And I'm trying to pull it out. Oh, maybe, maybe, you know, nope. I couldn't get the thing to come out. I'm like, no, uh. <laughs> I can't believe this. So uh, basically I had to, you know, I, I don't know if you can see it on the wing here, but they have like little um, wing fences on the, on the, uh, for the roots. Uh, I mean, for the tips of the wings, just a fence that sits on there. Mm-hmm. And you have to glue that on later. So I go, well, it's going to get glued over. So I kind of figured out I could see through the wing. I could just barely see where the wing was, that, that rod was going through. And I kind of just went dig, 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 dig with my exacto knife took something from the other end, bunk, 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 and it popped it out, <laughs> you know, so, and then I glued the wing fence over it to cover the hole, so, you know, nice. my own, uh, uh, just dropping a thing in there, thinking it's going to come out, just didn't, didn't come through, so that was my fault for that one, but other than that, like I said, the kit, uh, it goes together fairly quickly, I, I won't say it's as quick as some of some other motion kits or uh, type some of their other kits, which really quite literally, you know, all you have to do is just, just, you know, pop the wings on, you know, that type of thing and just bind it to your radio, you know, get it set up and then you could be flying, you know, within the hour. This, this took a little bit longer one, because the, the nice part about this is they give you a thing with like a thousand uh, screws, which, you know, they give you like one or two, three screws for, backups in case you mess up or you lose a screw so they give you plenty of screws the bags are very well labeled with you know what what exactly they you know what exactly is in them so that was nice so you, you just don't get a, a pile of screws and you're like 
what's in that screw bag? You know, you could just look at it and see what's in there. So that was nice. Um, yeah, I, I really couldn't complain. Um, like I said, it's, it went together quick. I didn't have to do anything for like, you know, like sometimes when you put on an aileron or, um, or the rudder or something, you know, you have to uh, totally assemble it, you know, or, or glue the uh, clevises and all that kind of stuff on it. Mm -hmm. You didn't have to do any of that stuff. I mean, pretty much you just had to just hook them together, put the screw in to hold them. Uh, Cause they're with those, um, what are those swivel things? Like they're, uh, you know, they have a plastic piece that goes on a, a ball. They have a ball link, and it goes over the top of them. Yeah. And just pop them together yeah. and put a screw in them. I, there's a name for them, but I can't think of what it is. That's pretty much what all their control surfaces are like, so it's nothing to put them together other than finding the screw to put into them, you know, to, to hook everything up. So, right. you know, that it was kind of, that was a little tedious just because I have gorilla hands, you know, trying to put that stuff in there. But uh, other than that, I, I can't think of anything major with, actual plane and once again i'm excited to, to get it flying so oh and the nice part about this plane too um it either operates on a four cell or a six cell which is nice because i have both um mm -hmm. now what i've found out with a little research and just looking at some of the stuff uh it turns out if you fly it on a four cell you're going to find that it's very anemic not because oh and they send you the props for those they send you two props for either setup the problem is with the with the four cell setup, they 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 have the wrong prop. You know, they send they send a, like a, I think it's a fourteen inch, maybe fifteen inch prop, and it's like an inch. the The prop they they under propped it by an inch, and there was a guy. I unfortunately I can't think of his name. Al, maybe I'll put it on the video uh, later. But uh, he has a great video where he he whipped out his watt meter and he basically figured it out. You know what prop should what prop you should use that's basically doesn't over amp the system and gives you you know comparable amps you know watts that you'd get if you were flying a six cell so uh so for this thing you know once again i'll when i figure out what it what it is i'll i'll put it on there but it's it's an inch bigger than the prop that they give you type of thing very nice that's cool yeah. so for it's maiden i'm gonna fly it with a six cell yeah all right well we uh we're excited to hear uh, what the uh, what the maiden looks like, and um, you know, getting it all together. It uh, sounds like it's almost ready to go. You just got to program your radio and get out there. And uh, we're looking forward to a report. Oh yeah. Unfortunately, our time is growing short. So what we'll do is uh, we'll wrap it up for this week, and uh, we'll keep Jay on uh, you know on point there for when he uh, programs his radio. He can tell us a little bit more about it and. And uh, hopefully he'll get out there and, and test flight and give us a report on uh, what it flies. Deal? Sounds good to me. Deal. All right. Well, from I'm Michael from Arizona. And I'm Jay from the hills of Texas. And I'm A.K. Mike in Texas. And we'll see you in two weeks. Let's fly. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com.